Friday, folks. Cheers to that. Well, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you're all doing well out there. Hope you've had a great week. Little bonus episode for you today. This is um it's a Friday here in Perth. Uh it's probably a Friday still wherever you are as well. But um uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a little uh little bonus episode today just because I, I kind of felt like it gets towards the end of the week and I feel like there's some more shit to talk about, so we might as well just chuck it on a podcast and see what the fuck happens, right? Yeah, so how's your week been out there, guys? I know if you're in Perth, we've been uh fucking dealing with some um outbreaks of this old fucking pandy wandy. And uh, we've, we haven't been in lockdown, but we've had mandatory masks everywhere and all that sort of shit. But we're coming out of it this weekend. We can throw the masks away um, as of midnight Friday. And so the casino can open back up. Everything's pretty much back to normal. You just have to wear masks if you're in a crowd more than a thousand people or something like that. But um, yeah, that is what it is. I'm going to celebrate over the weekend by fucking coughing on old people. That's... Really how you would do it right. If you're a patriot, that's what you would do. Anyway, everywhere else in the world is kind of fucked up. India's going crazy. Australia has fucking banned anyone from India coming to Australia. Even if you're Australian trying to come home, you can't. You fucking, you should have known about the Pandy Wandy. It's been a year or so and you still went to fucking India, you dick. And now you want to come home once it's fucking hit breaking point? Give us a break. Fuck off. You knew what the hell was uh, you were getting into. And it just is what it is. I know there's been a lot of controversy about the travel ban, guys. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. What do you th- you reckon? Do you reckon we should just ban all flights from India because um, we don't want the same situation here? That makes sense to me. Uh, but also, it doesn't make sense that you're allowed to stop Australians from coming back to Australia. But you know what? If you can't find the flight, you can't find the flight. Sorry. It's what it is. But anyway... Things have been going on kind of uh, normal, business as usual, pretty much in, in, in Perth. And uh, I don't know if you know anything about Perth, guys. So, like, we're here in Perth doing, the, like, I'm doing this podcast from Perth, obviously. And um, I like to talk about some of the bullshit that's going on. If you're not in Perth, I know it doesn't really affect you, but it's kind of cool to see the inside of what's happening with the, the backwaters of the Western world here in the most isolated Western city in the world and what the hell we get up to. And uh, <laughs> our city. Um, elected a new mayor, I don't know, fucking maybe the start of this year, maybe the end of last year, something like that, I don't know, I fucking have nothing to do with it, uh, but anyway, we've got a new mayor, and our new mayor of Perth is actually like a, a celebrity of sorts, he's a, um, his name's Basil Zemplis, and he's like a, a, a news anchor slash sports commentator, he's on the radio a bunch or whatever, but he fucking ran for mayor of Perth, and he's mayor of Perth. And he came out this week saying that he has no idea what Perth stands for and he wants to find a brand for Perth. So this could be a bit of fun. Let's try and figure out how the fuck you would brand Perth. Like, I've been to proper cities, like real international cities. Your fucking, your Parises, your New Yorks, your Londons. And it doesn't seem like they have a problem with branding themselves because they just are that thing. Does that make sense? Like, if you think about Paris and the, the charm of Paris or why you'd want to go to Paris, it's not an idea of government. It's just the culture that exists there anyway, right? So I don't understand why you'd need to try and think of a brand for Perth like as if it's something we can all sort of 
strive towards, which makes it fake because it's we're not already in that condition. Something like that. I don't really know. But um, I thought it was already settled with Perth. I thought we already knew that we were the meth capital of the country. I thought we already had our culture sort of fucking done. It was, you know, we are a city full of uh, FIFO workers, fly-in, fly-out workers that work on mine sites, make a lot of money, have some downtime, party hard with some Class A drugs, right? That's the culture of Perth. Not me, not a lot of people, not anybody I really know, but there is a fucking uh, huge, huge constituent of these FIFO guys that just party fucking hard, make a lot of money. So it's kind of like we have a lot of money, but nothing to do with it. That's kind of our culture, really, here in Perth. So I don't know how you would brand that, um, because you, you wouldn't need to, because it already exists. So you're only really trying to brand things because you want it to be otherwise. And so, God bless you, uh, Basil Zemplis. We all know that you kind of like to party a little bit, hey? Hey? I mean, I'm not going to say that I know. I mean, I've, I've, you know, I've walked past Basil Zemplis a couple of times in my life. Um, he's not as tall as I thought he was, you know, he seems like this lanky, uh, dude with a huge nose. Um, and we know what he gets up to with that nose. Hey guys. Hey, Hey, I mean, I haven't partied with him, but I've heard rumors of people that have, um, and stories. Let's just say allegedly he likes himself some cocaine or did, but I don't know. He might've changed his game since he got into office or all that sort of shit, but either way, fucking he knows what the fucking culture is. He parties like it every fucking weekend. So uh, he should just uh, film himself for a weekend and make that the advertising campaign for it or whatever. Because I don't know. I don't know what it is here in Perth. I mean, I guess like if you really went, went down to it, like Perth is such a sleepy town. Like we're all just fucking just doing our thing and getting by and anything that's kind of um, reminiscent of a bigger, better city we're fucking impressed by. Maybe that should be the slogan. It's just Perth. We're impressed. We get a Krispy Kreme donuts. We're impressed. We get any kind of franchise from the States. We're fucking impressed. As soon as fucking uh, we start getting Walmarts, we'll be impressed. Everything's fucking just impressive to Australians. Uh, well, Perth goers. Uh, Perthians? What the fuck do you call us? Perthites? What the fuck? I know when if you're a celebrity in Perth, you call it a Perthonality, which is one of the gayest things I've ever heard in my life. But I don't know. If, you call, if you're on Perth, what the fuck are you even called? And uh, what brand should it be? I think it's just a fucking topsy-turvy mix of like, like I've always said this, guys, that fucking Perth is where um, culture comes to die, right? Because it's just no one gives a fuck about your culture. No one gives, like, just, you know, make good food. We're all just eating a bag of dicks out here. Like, fucking... The motto for Perth should just be, it's what it is. It's, it's just what it is. And we're all happy with it. And if there's anything a little bit associated with, um, like, Hollywood or, or America or something better than us, we're fucking impressed by it and we embrace it, right? We have theaters downtown that are called the Heath Ledger Theater just because he came from Perth. And so we build whole theaters in, in memorial of a, of a guy that just you know, made a Batman movie. That affects our entire culture. So we're just uh, perpetually impressed, I would say. So that's what's going on in Perth. We're branding Perth. How would you brand Perth? What do you reckon is um, 
Like we don't we don't have any like massive sporting events to get behind. Like you got Melbourne, they've got the Melbourne Cup, so that they've got their identity sort of there um, in the torture of of uh, quadrupeds or whatever. Something like that is 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 their cult. Maybe I don't know. But what do we have here in Perth? We've got no iconic sports events that are just for Perth. We have no like big like golf tours or fucking. I mean, w- once upon a time we won the America's Cup. Uh, it was a yacht race once upon a time, and that we've kind of been floating on that sort of hype ever since. So I, I, I understand the point that Basil's trying to make, that there's been nothing exciting in Perth ever since. Uh, and that's just true, and that's actually our culture and actually our identity. No one gives a fuck. We just hang out and we just get by day to day. Some of us just sit in a stupid bar in their house and do a fucking crap podcast like this one. But anyway, welcome to the Jamroom Podcast. <laughs> um, I want to talk about some new music today, but not not too much. Like I said, this is a little bit of a bonus episode, so there, there, there's something I want to uh, tackle. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, but as far as, as new music goes, guys, I've still been trying to get my head around the fucking new Royal Blood album, Typhoons. Definitely check out this album. I'm fucking just amazed at the sounds that this guy's getting out of his bass guitar and like how good his whole rig is and his sound and his like mature riffage and rhythmic sort of, um, I don't know, he just owns the shit out of uh, the rhythmic component of his pocket. You know what I mean? It's like a pocket playing sort of thing. So if you haven't checked out the Royal Blood's album, uh, they're called Royal Blood. No S on the end, just Royal Blood. The album's called Typhoons. Check it out. Uh, we talked about it last episode, um, and I've still been running down that one. But uh, in the meantime, I sort of fucking started looking a little bit into Billie Eilish. There was a bit of um, there was a bit of smoke going on around uh, Billie Eilish over this week. Don't really know what to make of it. She obviously appeared on the the cover of Vogue or something like that. She did a whole new photo shoot, which for the first time ever, we saw Billie Eilish not wearing a, a fucking baggy ass jumper um and horrible hair and, and all that sort of stuff so she actually looks like a, a somewhat of a a classical sort of pop star like a like it was very tasteful i don't know if you've seen these photos or whatever but it um all of a sudden she's sort of showing a bit of a sexual side that she's never really shown before and i'm fucking happy for that you don't need to show your fucking sexual side uh when you're a young kid, because Billie Eilish kind of uh, rose to fame and she was still underage, all that sort of stuff. It would have been a little fucking weird if those photo shoots happened earlier. Um, but because she dressed in um, such bland, baggy sort of um, fuck the world sort of clothes earlier, everyone thought that she was kind of part of some team that like didn't really or kind of objected to the sexualization of women and stuff like that. And so when all of a sudden she did this photo shoot, they got upset. They fucking hate losing one, hey. And it's uh, it's 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 pretty bullshit, man. It, it's like um, it's like everyone assumes you're part of a team until you do one thing differently. Like everybody wants a role model as long as you fit the role that they plan in their mind for you. Does that make sense? It's just what's going on in the world at the moment. It's just if you do one thing out of line, then you're completely cut out of that circle, even if you agree with it most of the time. Like I fucking. What do we got? Uh, Caitlyn Jenner running for for mayor of um of Los Angeles or something like that, and uh, she's running as as a Republican. She was a Trump supporter, and so the trans community, who obviously hates Trump, 
is kind of fucked up with this one. They're like, well, wait a minute. Trans people aren't allowed to be Republican. They're not allowed to like Trump. Same as like black folks. Apparently all black people seem to vote Democrat. So if you're a black guy and you, you want to vote Republican, you're an Uncle Tom, you're all these other sorts of bullshit, you get called out. Like fucking talk to Candace Owens about this sort of shit. So it's just fucking hilarious that when, um, when a tribe loses somebody, how they just fucking attack somebody uh, so relentlessly. I feel sorry for uh, poor Billie Eilish, but that's got nothing to do with what I really want to talk about, which is her fucking music. And I don't know, have you ever really listened to Billie Eilish's album and really, really um, got into it? Because uh, I, I only just did. Because I've heard her on the, on the peripherals for fucking years. Um, I know she did the James Bond theme song and stuff like that, and that was pretty fire and shit. But like the whole time, I, like, I was kind of just thinking this was, a, this was just some young girl that they're, they're just putting through the, um, the machinery of, of uh, the music industry. Kind of like a Justin Bieber sort of thing where they've got their, hold of, uh, they've got their hands on a new fucking talent and they're just going to market it, sell it, slap it on a lunchbox, all that sort of shit. And um, make as much fucking money as they possibly can off this person. But I was wrong about that. And I was wrong about Billie Eilish. And um, thank God I did my research over this week because I actually fucking found out that, like, holy shit, she writes all of her songs. And they are all um, made by her brother, who does all the production, all the, instrumenta- uh, all the instrumentation for it. Writes all the music, uh, she writes all the vocals, and then there's just a mixer involved. So it's not like when you're looking at a Justin Bieber album, has this like 30 fucking writers for a song. This guy's trying to appeal to fucking children, and the song's been written by 50 year olds. No, that's not the case with Billie Eilish. She's the real deal. And there was that quote from um, Dave Grohl saying that um, Billie Eilish is the Kurt Cobain of this generation, and it kind of makes sense. It does. And I did watch that video. Um, on YouTube from Rick Beato. If you don't follow Rick Beato on YouTube, you should. If you're a musician, he's just fucking an incredible source of um, opinions and lessons and all that sort of stuff with like um, good, good music, really breaking shit down. And uh, yeah, he had to agree that Billie Eilish has a lot in common with Kurt Cobain, is kind of the voice of the generation, is kind of a, a genius, is kind of um, a fashion icon, all these things all in one. So Shout out to Billie Eilish because the new single that she dropped is, is is gorgeous. Like she's got some great fucking melodies in there, some wicked mature, really mature songwriting in there. As simple as it is, it's hard to do something simple and exciting at the same time as a musician. So fucking shout out Billie Eilish. I'm gonna go down a bit more of a rabbit hole with this, but like I did not know that she was um such an amazing talent as far as writing goes. I knew she was an amazing singer, of course, but I didn't know that she was the creative behind it as well, and it fucking rocks. That's awesome. Really like that shit. But um, like I said, I'll go into more. We may, might talk about it on the next podcast, um, probably early next week or something like that. We'll see how it all goes, see how my week goes and my weekend and all that shit. But really, today, what I wanted to do... Um, it's kind of bring this podcast back to its roots a little bit. Now, uh, if you follow this podcast for a while, meaning years and years and years, you'll know that we disappeared for years and years and years. But earlier, there was there was no talk and there was none of uh, me just saying bullshit to nobody. Um, it was literally just recordings of usually just Liam and myself jamming, just all improv music, because that's what I wanted with this podcast. I wanted like a, a platform for the in-between 
the in-between coming up with a the idea to make a song and releasing a song. Where's all that, that working out sh- sort of shit um, it, it, as far as uh, being published or people being given access to it? So I thought this podcast would be awesome as a template for musicians way better than myself and uh, myself, sorry, and fucking uh, way more appealing to a, a bigger audience if they were to do the same as this, which is basically jam. And then over time, those ideas develop into songs that you might end up listening to for the rest of your life. And so it's cool to get that behind the curtain, behind the scenes sort of look at how the songs develop. So the jams are kind of the raw form of it. And, and so what happened when I relaunched this podcast, I um, put the feed back up onto to iTunes and all that sort of shit and, and onto Spotify because Spotify uh, wasn't really around for podcasters uh, when we first started the podcast. Anyway, we promptly got kicked off Spotify. And um, I did email them. We had a little bit of back and forth, and then they tapped out. Basically, their um, their position was uh, Spotify is not an appropriate... No, not Spotify in general, but podcasts are not an appropriate avenue to promote music or publish music. That's what they, they figured. Even though... They were jams. They're not fucking songs that you want on the radio or anything that you want on a Spotify playlist or anything like that. So where else do you put this sort of music? It's a fucking podcast. It's a conversation of two musicians trying to find some common ground and, and go somewhere, right? Either way, so all the Spotify um, ones, I had to create a whole new feed just for Spotify that had all the new episodes, which only had little songs at the end. So they didn't really tell me anything um like concrete as far as how much music I can play uh, because obviously there's podcasts all over Spotify that have intro music. Sometimes they have jingles. Sometimes they play a song in the middle of the the podcast or whatever, little snippets. They didn't give me anything like that. So I just started sneaking in little songs at the end and it seems to be fine. So what I found out is potentially, and I'm this is what this episode's about. It's a test. It's a Spotify test. Um, if I chuck a jam, one of the jams that we like did that was a bit of a long form one, not not a fucking hour long jam, but like something in between, if I try and sneak it in at the end, perhaps the algorithm only really searches through the first 10 or so minutes of the podcast to see if it's all music or not. I don't know, but I've heard about these things, that the algorithm doesn't check the entire episode. So we're going to see. So... Who knows if this is going to work or not, if it's going to appear on Spotify or the whole thing's going to get taken down again from Spotify and who knows if I can be bothered to put it back up. If this gets taken down from Spotify, I think I'm fucking done with Spotify. If you're listening to this episode itself on Spotify, um, it means it wasn't taken down. But also, if you listen to all the previous episodes on Spotify, let me know if it would actually be um, damaging to you uh, for it to not be on Spotify. Like, Can you just switch to um, just Apple Podcasts or... Uh, podcast addict or podbean or any literally any other uh, podcast uh, provider will have this podcast no questions asked it's just spotify uh seem to be uh ridiculous at what they try to do you know they want to dominate the podcast space but they know nothing about podcasting so i'm going to give you a little bit of a jam that's got nothing to do with all the songs we've given you or anything like that because um all the songs that we we pulled out of the jams uh, Liam and I kind of focused them on um, 
riffs and sort of vibes, they came out of a jam that was uh, Liam on drums and myself on guitar. Um, but that wasn't always the case. Uh, we, we would swap quite a lot in those jams. And if you listen to the old episodes, you can see in the description who's playing what. <laughs> and we um we got our friend, uh, good friend Patrick, in to play drums for one of the episodes. And so I'm going to show you a little jam from that. This is uh, from an episode called Chemistry Lessons Part 1, which would only be available on um, iTunes stuff because it's the old shit. Uh, and it's really old, all the way back from September 2017. And uh, so Patrick came into the jam room and uh, we hadn't jammed together for like fucking 10 years prior to that or something like that. And so we just worked it out. So it takes a while for us to get into any kind of groove. Um, in this uh, uh, little jam, which uh, I'm going to cut down to about 13, 14 minutes or something like that. So I'm pushing it more than a song's worth of music, but uh, I'm not giving you an hour long. So 13, 14 minutes-ish of just a rough jam. Guys, this is all just completely improvised. Uh, I was playing bass guitar, Liam's on guitar, Patrick's on drums. And so let's see if it stays up, guys. That's the whole point of this little bullshit episode that's coming at you on Friday. Have a great weekend, guys. Happy Friday. Have some drinks, chill out, relax, listen to this podcast. Tell your friends. And remember, we're trying to get back to the essence of the podcast, which is shit music. I can't record songs professionally and properly and really be happy with them once a week i can't i, I just physically can't do that I'm, I'm busy with with work and all this other sort of stuff right i mean i certainly can if this podcast takes off and fucking starts making me some money but for now i don't give a fuck about that i'm just going to try my hardest to get some out to you every now and then and i really want the essence of the podcast to be the improv stuff the jamming the just pulling out ideas to see what the fuck happens with them who knows it's all throwaway garbage if you yourself are in a band or jam with friends and stuff like that and you record it and you got nothing to do with it fucking send it let's just chuck it on the podcast who gives a fuck i mean just show you're working out let's release all the crap just tear off that band-aid so you're not super scared when the actual thing comes out are people gonna like it or not fuck that just if you're happy with it you're happy with it just just show you're working out that's all the podcast is about so you can hit me up all my uh, details are in the description below. But as you know, you can email me, scott at thejamroom.com.au um, or Twitter and Instagram, which is at jamroompodcast. So here is a, a jam, like an actual freeform jam. No one knew what the hell we were doing. We just, you know, we don't go in there and pick a key and fucking, oh yeah, we're going to do a 1645 progression in G and or anything like that. We don't talk that language we know that language but we'd rather just get it from the soul and that's where this all comes from who knows it's called chemistry lessons have a great weekend guys this is the jam room podcast <laughs> <laughs>